Live B2B jam session, and what you were just listening to is Bird Island by a phenomenal guy named Paul Hardcastle. I love me some smooth jazz. If you're a smooth jazz fan, show us some love in the comments. And thanks so much for tuning in on this lovely Tuesday, October 13th. Have you gotten breakfast yet? Make sure you go get breakfast. A breakfast is the start for an amazing day. I actually did a a really quick run, about 11 minutes right before getting on the jam session. So make sure to have breakfast, go do a run, do something to get your body moving on this lovely, beautiful Tuesday. And much love to my good friend, Sheila. I was just spending time with her the other day. Shout out to Sheila. She is rocking it and moving it. Much love to Sheila, a Bay Area native. If you're tuning in from Oakland, show us some love. If you're tuning in from the Bay Area, show us some love. In fact, my lovely guest today, he's actually tuning in from the Bay Area, and he is the CEO and founder of Career Meets World, and he's going to dive deep a little bit on what Career Meets World is. You know, Edward Gorbis, he's a performance coach, a career coach. Literally, he'll get your life right is kind of how I say it. He'll get your life right, whether it be in your career or your personal life. And we're going to dive deep a little bit on his journey in building Career Meets World, why he started the company, but also the importance of focus focusing in your career. You know, Edward, I've had a chance to check out some of his content, and it's amazing. It's the type of content I believe that we need to be sharing more of in this world. And thankfully, he's also a guide creator. So we're really going to dive deep on really how do you focus in your career? How do you really get to a point where you're able to start doing things that you want, and not everything else others in society are telling you to? So if you're excited, show some love in the comments. Shout out to my friend, Mrs. Haylett Carlene. Breakfast? We're past lunch here. <laughs> Carlene is on the east side. Much love to Carlene. Hopefully you're having an amazing lunch, Carlene. With that said, let's go ahead and bring on Edward to the show. Edward, what's up, man? I am doing well. What's up, my friend? <laughs> alive, man. Staying alive as we should. You know what? Edward, I would love for you to share a little bit about where you're tuning in from. I know you're in the Bay Area, but what part of the Bay Area for the people who are tuning in? Yeah, of course. Again, thank you so much for having me on, Tim. Uh, so I'm based in San Francisco, heart and center. It's uh, been a great place to stay, obviously, throughout the pandemic. Um, I'm fortunate in the pocket that I'm in. There's really good community here, and it's been 
consistently inspirational. They'll want to build more external community. So heart and center San Francisco. Yeah, shout out to San Francisco. Shout out to Oakland. You're tuning in from Oakland once again. Whether you're hearing this now or later, much love to you. You know, I want you to dive deep a little bit about career meets world, right? You know, it's so funny because you recently started the business and you couldn't have started it at a, at a, at a better time. But what really inspired you to start building career meets world? Really good question. And like many people throughout 2020, wanted to start something that one has been at the core focus of who I am for the last, call it, uh, 10 years of my career. And it's been a really big inflection point throughout my life, realizing, look, I've worked in corporate for the last 10 years. I've gone all the way from civil engineering at the start of my career, all the way to sales leadership, as you know, Tim, at WeWork, where I most recently was. At that time there, over the last year, I've learned a lot. And a lot of life events have happened for me. And, and I'm sure a lot of people can empathize. There's so much going on. Uh, from last October, if I look at the last 12 months, yeah, uh, I was at WeWork from a uh, work event. We had a unsuccessful IPO, which caused a lot of turmoil as it relates to our careers. I got married last October and a lot of big things started to happen. I started to realize, what do I want to focus the next 10 years of my career on? What do I want to give back? What do I want to do? How do I want to help people? How do I want to have impact? And for me, the most fulfilling thing has been to genuinely help people navigate not just their career, but their focus in life, right? Mm. So how do we bring that all together? How do we look at it holistically? How do we combine both our passions with our health, with our movement, with our family, with our community? So this idea dawned on me and I kind of combined everything that I was passionate about and essentially gave birth to Career Meets World. Yeah. And it, it all kind of evangelized. <laughs> was Career Meets World inspired by, by Boy Meets World? <laughs> 100%. So Boy Meets World was like my childhood. Yeah. Career Meets World is the adulthood that hopefully will help a lot of people. I love it. I love it, man. I was a big fan of Boy, Boy Meets World. So I was like, when, it, when I heard Career Meets World, I was like, oh, this is great. This is a great brand name. You know, I, I want to dive deep with you, man, because you mentioned that a lot of people struggle with kind of finding focus in their careers. You know, I've been there before. I'm sure a lot of people who are tuning in and listening in have been there before. Why is that the case, Edward? Like, why do people struggle with kind of having some sort of intended focus on where they want to go in their career? Really good question. So I actually love the fact that you started out uh, the show, the podcast with jazz because it's so <laughs> soothing. It allows you to focus, right? And it there's so much noise right now. And there's always been a lot of noise. And I think as technology has progressed over the last 10, 20 years, we're bombarded with what we should be doing, what we can be doing, what everyone else is doing, rather than looking inside of ourselves and really understanding what do we care about? Where do we enjoy having impact? What brings us the most fulfillment? And how can I help people as much as possible? So all of that noise disables us from actually being able to have that level of impact that we're seeking. So for me, my, my interest and my passion is working with people directly one-on-one -on -one or with companies and really helping them tap into their potential. Because I fundamentally believe that everyone has a ton of potential. It's just locked. It's trapped. It's like energy is locked and trapped sometimes and we need to unleash it. 
Mm. And that's why, again, I came up with the slogan of unleash your wildest potential because everyone has it within them. But because we're succumbed by so many other things that are happening externally, we're not able to tap into it the right way. And oftentimes that leads to negative feelings and people are unhappy or maybe some level of depression. For me, the focus is on helping people get from point A to point B and sustain that, mm. right? I believe in sustained change and I work with people specifically one-on-one -on -one to make sure that they're able to accomplish whatever their goal is, as long as they're committed to putting in the work and then helping them understand how to operate at that high level, how to have that high focus mm. and tap into that potential. And for me, the mission going forward is getting as many people, as many companies, as many communities doing that as possible so we could all elevate our game. Yeah, yeah, no, and so many people are, are are untapped where they're working, right? I think it, you you, you kind of the, the biggest area where people are often untapped is their careers. They don't know where <laughs> they don't know they have no idea how they want to navigate it, and that's yeah. often what I found when I've talked to people. It's often like a key source of frustration and pent up. How do I say this? Anger in their lives, and it also kind of slips over to their personal life. For sure, uh, I completely agree with you. Where a lot of people are arguably sleepwalking through mm. life and through their career. And it's so important to stop, take a moment, understand what's going well, what's not going well, reflect on it. And again, most of the time we're not taught this type of behavior and we're not taught this type of thinking and it's imperative for our career success, but more for our fulfillment and happiness. And to me, that's really the core of it. What brings you joy on a consistent basis and figuring that out and tapping into that and then moving forward in that direction. Mm -hmm. You know, you're touching on joy. You know, what are what's your framework for how people can kind of cultivate more intent and focus in their career? Where should they start? What would be your kind of three-step bullet point framework where if you do these things, you'll be able to cultivate joy for yourself, right? Because I think most frameworks are often very individual-based versus you know, general. So what would, what would be your framework? Ed? Yeah. So I have one that I walk people through, through my program. It's called a bridge program. It's an acronym, but without going too deep into that, the three pillars really are about understanding your high level vision, your goal, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing is accomplished without goals. So it's really cl clear on what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. Second one is understanding what behaviors serve you and don't serve you. Hmm. So what are the things that you're doing today that don't necessarily move the needle for you, don't necessarily have that impact that you want and don't drive you towards your goal, right? So being aware of that. And my intention is never to say, let's go cold turkey and cut it out. Yeah. First of all, we need to surface it to the top and understand what's happening and what's trapping that energy. And then figure out what behaviors would really help you navigate towards your goal. And mm. figuring out how do we remove more of those behaviors that don't serve you, give more time to the behaviors that do serve you, and then you're starting to develop a pattern, a pattern mm. that's positive, that brings you that level of joy that you're seeking, and it's getting you closer to your goals. And I think the third element really is about action, right? Mm. Is starting to put things into practice starting to build that momentum. And again, there's so many things that we could dig into in each one of those that really matters. But for me, it's really about set a clear vision, 
make sure you're understanding what behaviors are good for you and not good for you. Mm. And then three, starting to implement those positive behaviors that will lead you towards your goal and seeing the progress, right? And I think the fourth one, if we're gonna put put it in there is really just practicing gratitude, right? Wow. I think layering back what you and I were just talking about is there's again, so much noise in the world, so much negativity. If we could just remember what are the things that we're grateful for on a daily basis, it neurologically helps stimulate our brain in a positive manner and simply being grateful for the things that we do have rather than focusing on we don't or what we want to have is going to bring that positive energy that will kickstart the right behavior that will kickstart you in action and get you closer to your goal. Wow. No, I love that. So goals, behaviors, actions, and then gratitude. Exactly. Right. That's so powerful, man. And, you know, if anyone's listening right now, write that down. I mean, put that on your locker somewhere or your refrigerator because that's, no, that's actually a really powerful framework. Because often it's the behavior component where a lot of people get lost. They're, they're not kind of looking and optimizing what are the bad behaviors you're doing that's preventing you from achieving those goals. But more importantly, how do you do the more positive ones? For sure. You know, for, for you, you know, and like, have you, did you ever like put this framework in practice for yourself? And you're like, wow, like, look at the outcomes. You've seen it work in you. And then you started kind of sharing it with others. To an extent. I think yeah. I, I always credit my my parents for teaching me the right level of discipline when it comes to work ethic and being focused on a goal. I might have taken it to a personal higher level and and tried to exceed my own expectations. And I think over time, as people started asking me, hey, like, what are you focused on that is helping you achieve whatever your personal goals are? So I had to reverse engineer what I was doing to really break it down and help others through that process. So it wasn't necessarily that I said, hey, I need to set a goal, figure out the right behaviors, figure out the right actions and practice gratitude. There's a little bit of a culmination, iterative process to really understand what's working. And through that, I was able to help a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And once I realized it was a system that works and you can literally implement it, in any aspect of your life. Doesn't matter if it's your career, cooking, working out, it could be anything that you want to achieve or accomplish or fundamentally change and have, again, sustained change. Following that process works and it's relatively simplistic. There's a million methodologies that are recommended, but to me, for anyone I've worked with, anyone I've recommended to, whether it be friend, family, community member, it's worked. So. Yeah. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me and I'm happy to chat about it a little bit further. Yeah, make sure to text Edward. He just started an online community where you can text him, whatever your questions are, and he'll definitely <laughs> be responsive. Want to show love to Mrs. McElroy. The Dalai Lama said that happiness is a superficial reaction to the external, and joy is embracing meaning, growth, and acceptance. What are your thoughts on this, Edward? I couldn't agree with it more. Yeah. Um, so I'm a huge Golden State Warriors fan. And <laughs> I bring that up, obviously, for some Bay Area love. But outside of that, I am very keen on understanding how Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Warriors, has been able to implement a system that fosters joy, mm. right? Not happiness. I believe happiness is momentary. You and I can do something and we're temporarily happy. 
But when we find whatever action we can consistently take that brings us happiness consistently, that equates to joy. And that's what Steve Kerr consistently preaches essentially to his team, to the players. And for him, it's about how do we sustain elevated levels of happiness that create joy for the game of basketball. And that's why for anyone who follows the Golden State Warriors and has seen their success over the last five years, it's because they play with joy. They play for their passion. It's not to find moments of happiness. So that's a really important distinction. I'm, I'm, gra- I'm excuse me, I'm really glad that um, that quote was surfaced because it's reflective of what joy really is. Mm. And I think the Dalai Lama summarized it much better than I did, but certainly a powerful one to remember. Mm, powerful. Now, play for joy. Play for joy. And I think uh, gratitude is, a, is an important element of really kind of living in this state of joy because a lot of people don't take time to pause and reflect on where you, where they've come from to where they're at now. And like I think to your point, all of the things that they have going for them that is creating momentum in their life. I think for, for some reason, the brain is very great optimizing a, a where, where you lack right and where what you don't have but you know i think the the, the best leaders that I've, I've realized they're always in this state of progression what can we do next based on what we have and uh, there's a certain abundance but gratitude mindset to that that makes um that type of leader really really special absolutely yeah. i think tony robbins is notorious for talking about what leaders focus on and He's always keen on implying that leaders spend 5% of their time focused on the problem and 95% of their time focused on the solution. (laughs) So again, optimizing for the things that matter, for the things that bring us the right behavior to create that joy and help us achieve our goals. So leaders are hyper-focused on solutions, not problems. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Eric who's saying, Gorbis is the man. You got some hometown love from Mr. Chen right there, man. And shout out to my uh, I love Eric. Great guy. <laughs> Great guy. Mrs. Tia Kwashi, who's saying, love this. I think she totally wrote down your framework, Ed. You know, Ed, thank you so much for joining us on today's broadcast, man. Where can the people follow your movement with Career Meets World and, and learn more about you, man? Yeah, of course. Appreciate that, Tim. So I, I love to connect with people and I love to help people. So if there's anything that you're working through, you need help focusing, especially right now throughout this chaos that we're living through. Um, I'm really here to support and partner with people. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm actually literally in the process of rebranding, redoing our website, but careermeetsworld.com is up and live. Uh, Feel free to subscribe. uh, And you can also join our community. You can text me directly. I will respond. The phone number is 415-301- four two five zero and you can certainly reach out to me on either twitter or instagram at career meets world love it love it definitely follow career meets world the movement edward what's your takeaway for our amazing guy community on how they can focus more in their career man so it's a really good question there's a lot of things that we can unpack there what i will say at least for today and what i've been sharing with a lot of people again in the spirit of focusing is creating a not to-do list. Mm. So think about all the things throughout your day. If you were to just take a piece of paper, write down all the things that you've done today and be honest with yourself. It's it's for yourself. So it could be social media. 
It could be actual work. It could be working out, it could be cooking, it could be brushing your teeth. Literally list out all the steps and remove 25% of those activities. And you're gonna to start to operate at a much higher level when you're able to fill in those gaps with the things that fundamentally move the needle for you and help you towards your goal, help bring you that joy and that consistency that's going to help you mm. become a better version of yourself and really help you unleash your potential. Mm, mm, I love it. Create enough, you know, I'm gonna do that right after this. Do <laughs> list. No, seriously, because there's so much stuff that I have to do, but I've never not cre I've never created a not to do list which is powerful. I love that, man. Thanks so much, Ed. And we definitely have to have you on for a future episode. And by the way, when is the Career Meets World book coming out? Because I feel as if you need to turn this into a book, man. So that's a good question. One thing at a time. For now, it's, I'm, working on, I'm working on scaling the coaching practice. That being said, I did forget to mention, we do have our own podcast as well. So Career Meets World is a live podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, anywhere else. Uh, the book is, is definitely in the back of my mind. It's on the roadmap. I'll tell you that. So you'll be the first to know. And maybe that's a good time for, for us to jump on another episode. That would be a perfect time, man. Appreciate you, Edward. Talk to you soon, man. Talk soon. All right. And Cheers. that would be amazing, Edward Corbis of Career Meets World. Make sure you check out careermeetsworld.com and be a part of Edward's movement, super inspired by the work that he's doing and the work that he's leading and helping people find more focus in their career and life. With that said, you all already know what's going down. Big Black Tea is out now. If you haven't gotten Big Black Tea, you need to get Big Black Tea. Um, we have been selling out every single day. We've had orders from all over the world. We've had literally world-renowned CEOs of big tech companies who are getting some Big Black Tea action. Check us out, bigblacktea.com. have been super inspired by the the amount of support and love that we're getting just around tea, but it makes sense. The world needs tea more than ever. So we are grateful for everyone that's been supporting us and purchasing Big Black Tea. And don't forget, on the back of Big Black Tea, when you do buy your Big Black Tea bag, we made space for you. Let us know what you stand for. Share it on Instagram, tag us, tag me, and we'll show you some love in your comments and with our audience. With that said, thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening to the amazing Edward Warbis of Career Meets World. Please check out careermeetsworld.com. If you're interested in being a part of our movement, sign up for early beta at guideapp.co. In addition to that, please, 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 if you think that you would be an amazing guest for Guide Live B2B Jam session, we're actually about to go into break for November and December, but we're gonna be hotter and back next January 2021 with a, a season of amazing episodes with amazing guests. And we would love for you to be a guest. If you are doing something amazing, leading your movement, no matter where you're at in the world, hit us up. We'll line you up for January, February, March, April, our next season. We would love to show you love and have you on our platform so we can be a part of your platform and movement. All right, y'all, with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Definitely be a part of our movement. Check out guideapp.co. And as always, wishing you love, peace, and most importantly, most importantly, abundance. All right, y'all. Going to cap you all off to Nights Over Egypt by the Jones Girls. Let us know if you know this band. They sound awesome. <laughs> I know why.